Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and welcome to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Today is a great day. It's January 24th. If you're listening to this episode live, if you're listening to it afterwards, still, this was recorded on January 24th. And on January 24th, the reason it's such an amazing day is because it's my wife Angie's birthday. If you happen to be online, go visit her at Caveman Syndrome on any platform. You'll be able to find her and just wish her happy birthday. Today we have a wonderful guest on the line with us today. His name's Dan Bennett. Uh, we met a few months ago over the, at a conference. We hung out in a unicorn. We swam with the unicorn on dry land. We floated around. We did some cool video things. And Dan was a prior guest on the show too. Today we're going to be talking about something a little bit different, uh, kind of with this new theme that we've been going through. And I've been going off and doing personal branding consults for everyone who comes on to the show. So instead Dan talking about his expertise. We're going to be more doing like a critique and the credential of what he's doing right now and what he could kind of do better. Before Dan hopped on to my show, he uh, met with my business partner, Brian Folan, and they did a 313 uh, method and he kind of got that down. So now we're progressing through the next step. But you know what, Dan? Uh, I, a lot of people might not remember you from the last time you were on. Do you want to take a moment to like introduce yourself, say what you do and all this other fancy stuff? Yeah, no, sure. Uh, super quick. I uh, founded a company called DNA Design Company, and we help uh, businesses and organizations tell their story. And I'm also branching off into a personal brand, which is why we're talking. Um, where I'm trying to get you know in front of people a little bit more, um, speak a little bit more, and also consult as an individual, which might lead to someone working with my company or lead them to at least just telling better stories. Um, I just got out of a meeting with someone a couple minutes ago, and I was really challenged uh, to. You know, look to others if you're an expert in a field. Look to others and collaborate with others who are in your same field because you can never stop learning. And I think that's a great way to look at things. So I'm excited for this call. Cool. Awesome. I'm excited to see what we can really reveal from this. So I, yeah. I know about a few months ago when we first met, all you really had up was your DNA Designs Co. website, right? And in and that time frame from then to now, what, what's kind of developed for uh, the ki kind of uh, assets that you have online? I know you started doing videos. I believe this is a daily thing that you're doing. What other things have you kind of been working on? Yeah, I'm definitely ramping up the content, um, getting my personal brand and name out there. Um, I, I, I often call it the mechanic effect, which is a lot of times, especially here in the Midwest, you see your mechanic and he's driving one of the worst cars in town. <laughs> um, I help a lot of other businesses make a lot of money by telling great stories. And I was kind of neglecting my own business and my own personal brand. Um, so 2019 was getting ready to hit. And I'm like, now oh, it's time to do for myself what I'm doing for everyone else. Awesome. So videos is one of those things you're doing. What, what are a few of the other things that you're doing? Yeah, um, at our core, like I said, we're an authentic story development company, but what comes after that is whichever medium we decide to put those stories out in. So we do cover the uh, gamut of digital design and content development, so everything from social media content development, um, video, of course, because that's at the forefront, uh, web, even some social media advertising campaign uh, management, stuff like that. Basically, everything that happens after your story, you know, has been put together and developed and you're ready to roll it out. Cool. Let me rephrase the question. What have you been doing for your personal brand um, as of right now? Or what, what have you been working on for your personal brand? Because um, what, yeah. what kind of assets have you been kind of developing for that? Yeah, I see what I missed there. Um, so as I'm, <laughs> no off, um, <laughs> as I'm branching off from this guy in the boardroom giving you a pitch about my company into Dan Bennett and trying to put some of you know the, the things out there that I'm an authority in, um, I made a decision to put out video every day because uh, it's something that I recommend. You know, And a lot of my clients don't put out a video every single day, but I have the capacity to do so, so I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to challenge myself lightly. Uh, so I really went for it. 
And just to make it easier on myself, um, I gave every day a name, and I do a piece of content that kind of falls under that theme. Um, so Tactical Tuesday, Why Wednesday, Thought Thursday, all those things. Um, so not only does it give it a theme, but people can plug in, and if they really like a certain kind of content, they can just go and search out, you know, all my Thursday thoughts. <laughs> and it, it's, it's already working. We're only three weeks into the year, and I, I'm already kicking myself saying I should have started doing this two years ago. <laughs> Isn't it kind of crazy how you're already seeing results from just doing one thing that you're already good at because you're a storyteller and you specialize in a video? And it's like, all you have to do is just flip that camera right around, right? <laughs> I know, right? I know, it's crazy. And it, it, it took and, a while, you know, um, to get from behind the camera to in front of it, but it took even yeah. longer for me to say, okay, I have something to say that I think is valuable. Let's get it out there. And in the last three weeks, by you sharing this very valuable material on your videos compared to before you started doing this, what what do you think, do you see like a percentage increase, uh, anything that's actually quantitative that you could like put a number on to see in regards to your results so far, just from those three weeks? Yes, it's insane. <laughs> and it's, it's surprising in one sense because it's happening to me but it's not mm -hmm. surprising in the sense that I've watched it happen for my clients over and over and over. Um, just in, in view count, um, we're somewhere around 30,000 organic views on, you know, 21 videos I've put out. And a lot of that has happened because uh, it's quality content, but it's very kind of loose and, and informational and it's not super crazy or polished. And people like that. They've engaged with it and then they've shared it with their audience because they see a value in it. And, you know, again, it's like, I knew this could work. I've seen it work for my clients, but oh my goodness, it's kind of crazy to see 30,000 eyeballs on my brand that weren't there one month ago. And 30,000 eyeballs on who you are, your brand, and what you do. That's, that's pretty significant. I mean, not a lot of people really say that they have that, especially when um, they're running like a smaller, smaller type of business, right? No, absolutely, yeah. And I'm definitely... Um, on the opposite end of bragging, I'm just as surprised as anyone else. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean, I've it is surprising. I yeah, I, I am. And um, I, it just comes from the fact that I've done this for so long that I'm, I'm very comfortable with storytelling and just being transparent anyway as a person in my own life. I just, like you said, flip that camera and, and start giving out all the, you know, valuable nuggets that I have. <laughs> Um, to compare that 30,000, let's go with December 2018. If you were to take a number, an arbitrary number, and attach it to like uh, how many views and everything you got on your brand back in December, would it compare? Uh, no, not at all. Um, I have put out content over the last two years. Um, a lot of it is so from the viewpoint of my company, so maybe some behind the scenes of a project we were doing or a little tidbit about video production or business, um, you know, development or something. But the one thing I lacked, which is something we all preach, especially to our clients, was consistency. Um, so I bet across all my content in December, I might have had, you know, two to 3,000 views um, across all platforms. So it's, it's insane. <laughs> So what you're really doing is in basically three weeks, you kind of got the same results you got in an entire year, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm uh, not afraid to say it. it's slightly embarrassing, but it's also very exciting. Yeah, I mean, sure, it's embarrassing, but I mean, what what isn't embarrassing? And it's embarrassing for right. me to just eat because I drop food all over myself all the time. Right? So it's like, <laughs> right. if, if it's so easy for some, I mean, what am I going to do? Just quit eating? That just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but yeah, you you at least have to be doing something, and then you're seeing this big shift because if you got like thirty thousand views in 2018, that probably equated you to you making. X amount of money, right? Yeah, it's it's not hard to track, um, you know, what information or what, um, you know, clients came from information that I put out or that came across my content last year. So, so now if you kind of scale that and you're like 30000 a month times that X that you were making last year, I mean, in theory, once this really picks up, you could be making about... 10 times more this year just by sticking with just that video uh, series alone, right? Absolutely, yeah. I've already uh, had three meetings this month. One I just left uh, to get on this call with you. 
that all stemmed 1,000% from the content I've been putting out. Um, no other reason. So it's like, again, I, I'm kind of in holy crap mode. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is you're seeing the results, so you know that works. And do you think um, Ryan kind of inspired you to uh, kind of work on this brand and do these videos every day because you kind of talk to Ryan every other day and he helped you with the 313 and everything? One hundred percent. Actually, this uh, meeting that I just left was with a potential client who also um, knows Ryan, you know, through Twitter and all that. And I was telling him, I I rarely give kudos. Like, you really got to earn them. And Ryan's one of the guys that I have no problem bragging about, you know, for 10, 20 minutes straight because literally going through the 313 uh, changed my life. And not only going through it, but we actually filmed it. And I've watched my own video probably 25 times over the last year and a half. And not only is it impactful and just drives home, you know, the thought process of 313, it's also I learn something new from it every time I watch it. So it had a huge impact on a big change in my business and my personal brand over the last year. Yeah, that's awesome, especially if you watched it 25 times. That means you're getting value out of it each and every single time, and you're seeing things that you don't see, and that kind of compounds. And I love what you say about how hard it is to give someone kudos. I mean, I know me, like five years ago, I I could toss kudos to, like, anyone I met, right? But then as time has gone by, it's just got harder and harder and harder. Like, I know personally, like, my bar to share content, my bar to, like, um, go, wow, great job, my bar for all of those compliments I used to give freely like it's kind of getting higher and higher and I think I don't know the exact reason of it maybe it's just the flood of content the flood of things going on but it is really becoming harder and harder to share those kudos with other people and to go and talk uh, talk highly of them and I mean if Ryan's if you're talking about Ryan for like 20 minutes he must be doing something right, <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it, it's funny because I've had the pleasure of working with him in person and I've told him in person the impact he's had and I think I made him, you know, a little bit uncomfortable because I was just kind of pouring on. Um, but it, it's all truthful. Like, I'm one of those people that say, you know, I hate people unless I love them. And then I love them hard. <laughs> so he's one of those guys that just made such an impact that, you know, I got no choice but to uh, open up that box of kudos and throw them at him every once in a while. Yeah, and I mean, earning money is one thing, and sure, it pays the bills and everything, but having those touching moments where you're actually able to touch someone's life and make that kind of impact, I mean, that's really what everything's all about, in my opinion, at least. And I think as you go on and make more and more of these videos, you could really go out there and touch other people, too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's cool that you're you're allowing me to be kind of uh, empathetic and and. Um, nostalgic about, you know, some of this stuff because one of the first thoughts I had the first time that the 313 clicked and I used it in real life and it worked was like, oh my God, this is what I want all my clients to feel. So it really drove home to me not only to solve problems, but to also empower my clients, you know, to tell great stories and see the change that can happen because of it. Um, So that was kind of like a bonus that came from me just being open to him about how it's changed my business and my life. And it's been fun, man. It's been a fun ride. I I can't wait for for the book to come out and hopefully I can get a chapter in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's completely awesome. Um, Well, we're about to go and hop off to a commercial break. And actually, there's a section within the book, just so you know, where there's an example of an outcome of someone who did the 313. Maybe we'll talk about that offline, but then um, we have to add an example of someone who went through that in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, good things. So um, (laughs) where can people find you online, um, Dan? Um, Pretty much everything right now, and I'm pushing my personal brand. That's why we're talking, so I can make it even better. Um, is at officialdanbennett.com um, and any any kind of social media that I'm on, it's slash officialdanbennett and that's B-E-N-N-E-T-T. Perfect. And you can find my wife to wish her happy birthday at Caveman Syndrome anywhere online. And you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim and we'll be back after this commercial break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim and Dan Bennett. And a special shout-out to Angie since it's your birthday, and I know you're listening. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! (laughs) So me and Dad, we kind of went over uh, what he's been doing. He's been working heavily on the section called Volume, and we go through Vision, Voice, or no, he's been working heavily on Voice. So there's Vision, Voice, Volume, and Validation. Vision's your positioning, Voice is um, the content you're creating and pushing out there, Volumes going out there and getting additional exposure on your content, and then um, validations when people start coming in and re- reacting to uh, what you're putting out there. And it seems like the voice section is going pretty well, especially since you're touching people, people reaching out and contacting you, and things like that. But I kind of wanted to touch base on the uh, vision section. Uh, you're, you're in the process of developing your website right now, officialdanbennett.com, correct? That's correct. And what were you planning to include on that site? Um, Basically, the things that I've kind of viewed myself as doing more as an individual than as a founder of a company. Um, So public speaking, consulting, and that kind of storytelling and story development section, um, and also um, helping people create really high-end but uh, short videos when they can't afford to use a video production company helping them make their own, but make it stand out from the crowd. So those are kind of the three things that I do as an individual that I'm starting to push out there to the world. So if someone goes to your site, they're going to be able to uh, figure out how to hire you for consulting, how to hire you to teach, and uh, go out there and make many videos on their own if they can't like work with you directly. Absolutely, yeah. Cool. And what other material is going to be on that website? Um, I just launched a podcast uh, called The Antipreneur, where we kind of take a no BS approach to uh, digital marketing and storytelling, and that's just starting to roll out. And I think that might catch on. I've already gotten some uh, some really great eyeballs on it, and I think people kind of resonate with that, at least a certain pocket of people. Uh, so I think that might be something I developed where you can you know, go right to my website and maybe be a guest on the show or listen to prior episodes and stuff like that. But it's in its infancy, so we're still kind of playing with that and seeing how it moves out. Cool. So uh, so for um, things where people could, like, connect with you, one's going to be an entrepreneur campaign, which is probably videos like you're doing? Yeah, yeah. The, the podcast will correlate with the videos, and it'll just be a deeper dive into the subject that the video is talking about. Um, cool. And again, we've only released two, and we got a couple in the can. But what it's been is like a one to one and a half minute video uh, telling a quick little story about, you know, the topic. And then if you want to know more, listen to the podcast where we dive in a little bit deeper. And so far, people are having fun with it. And that's, 
that's all I want. I just want them to learn and not be bored. <laughs> awesome. And what else are you going to be adding to your site? Um, I, that's about as far as we've got right now. Um, I definitely want to uh, start capturing more content from the things that I do, you know, in real life. Uh, it's tough when you're the video guy to actually get video of yourself. So I'm partnering with some talented people to uh, either capture an event I'm speaking at or capture some day-to-day stuff or help me with my, you know, vlogs and stuff like that. Um, it's been one of those things where, you know, it's kind of my baby a little bit, but it's time to hand it off and let someone else watch it because I need to put out some uh, content that validates these things that, you know, I'm selling. <laughs> so that's uh, that's going to be part that I don't completely have my mind wrapped around what it's going to look like yet, but I know probably needs to be there. No worries. No one has a full picture. It's all full of pivots, 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 pivots. But (laughs) the good thing is, as long as you move forward, then you don't have to really worry about anything because you're moving forward and you're getting closer to whatever that ultimately ends up being. Uh, Now, with DNA Design Co., were you still planning to build that business or were you uh, planning to, uh, what's that element going to look like? Um, yeah, we're we're definitely still growing. Um, we use a lot of independent workers, and we do a lot of traveling to create content for different people. Um, we also work with a lot of corporations and not-for-profits. So that's um, definitely a place where we're focused for growth. I think what it was is naturally, Dan Bennett, the person, and DNA, the business, were kind of separate anyway in people's eyes, and I just wasn't mm-hmm. capitalizing on Dan Bennett, the person, at all. Um, and, you know, some of it was apprehension, or does anyone really want to hear from the guy with the beard and the bald head, or do they just want to see the company that's going to help them win? And uh, through some prompting from people like yourself and Ryan, you know, that it might be smart to build out that personal brand. Um, the two have kind of naturally separated just a little bit. But yeah, we're definitely, we got some exciting stuff already in the, in the works with DNA, working with some really, um, really exciting companies that are helping a ton of people in their own right. And we get to contribute to, to that growth and that help. So it's exciting. Cool. So it sounds like you're doing a lot of the right things. You have things that will uh, directly call out how people can uh, hire you for consulting, for speaking, to go out there and make their own videos. You have stuff that people will probably want with your podcast and your entrepreneur campaign. And you have all you have all this. It's kind of hard to. I mean, I'm just imagining it since the website's not actually up um, and I can't actually see it. So I'm just picturing all that content there. And these are great things that you should be working on. Um, some other things that you really have to consider is after someone sees your uh, content, like those videos and everything that you're creating. Um, usually they're going to want to look you up to see exactly what you're doing. So they'll go to your social media profiles, and if your website was there, they would go to your website and see what was going on on that page. Yeah. Um, one thing that I didn't hear you mention about your uh, website is having a bio about yourself. Um, have you considered making a bio about yourself on your site? I have, and you know, this is one of those parts where I'll be transparent. I'm so lucky to have run across people like yourself who help in this exact area um, because it's been one of those points. I mean, most of my life is like I, I kind of don't care. Not much gets to me. I'm really focused on you know my goals and, and that sort of thing, but writing about yourself is a very weird thing for some of us. Um, so I do have a bio I send ahead of time sometimes when I speak at an event or something, but I don't really have one crafted for uh, consumption online. So that's definitely something I've considered, but need help in that department for sure. Well, I I mean, making a bio by yourself can be quite difficult because it takes a lot of introspection, a lot of reflection, a lot of figuring out who you are, remembering a ton of different stories and things like that. Usually it works better when you're um, working with someone else or you have someone to help ask leading questions. Usually when I go through a bio, I I like to really understand how the person got to where they are today from their childhood. So what were their parents like? How were they raised? What was all of that like? And then um, figuring out, like, what were your hobbies in school? Did you get in trouble? What kind of lessons did you learn? What were your passions? What did you do for fun? What did you hate doing? And then, like... How did you end up where you are today in the workforce? And really figuring all that out. Um, do you have someone who might be able to help you like navigate through that? If not by paper, by um, voice, like in person um, or over the phone? 
Yeah, I do. I have one individual um, who I've went through some similar development with before, but not for the the purpose of developing a bio. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy because as you say it, I'm like, well, duh, why have I never done that (laughs) with this person? (laughs) Um, Actually, um, my executive assistant for DNA Design Company is uh, just a total uh, BA, if you will. (laughs) And she... uh, (laughs) She she's super helpful and does amazing things that are even beyond what could be asked. And um, I've never thought of developing a bio with her. And she's got a great perception of what I do. Plus, we went through similar things before, um, talking about you know childhood and where I come from and what my story is. So, it, it, a light bulb just went off. <laughs> nice, awesome. And I, I mean, like when you look at like, do you watch like uh, Pixar movies? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you look at Finding Nemo and you look at the dad in that, right? Does the dad really have that interesting of a story? No, no, it's pretty, pretty boring. Not, not really, right? He's pretty boring, yeah. right? But yeah. then the other side of it is when you watch him on that journey and all the struggles and pain he goes through, that, that journey is kind of interesting. It takes this boring guy and then makes it a little bit more interesting because he's on the search for something. He has to go talk to a blue fish that can't remember anything he says. He has to go and <laughs> ride with turtles, make all these new friends, break out a shell. And then that's kind of what makes the movie a little more interesting, right? Yeah. And then, like, if you really think about it, it doesn't matter if if he found Nemo at the end or if he didn't find Nemo at the end, because what kept your attention during that one and a half hours was that you followed his journey. You didn't really care where he ended up, right? <laughs> right, right. So a lot of people, when they're looking at sharing their story or anything about themselves, like they look at where I was, what I saw, what I did, where I am today. And most people, when they look at where I am today, they're just like, uh, you know what? I'm not sitting on top of a rock with $10 million looking down on the world saying, oh, yeah, I'm the king of the world, right? And they're like, oh, you know, right. I, I don't have this perfect life. I don't have everything. Who am I to really tell my story? And I think that's another struggle that a lot of people really face is they don't feel that their story is um, or who they are as of today is like good enough for a story. But then the truth is, like when you really think about that story, People like the story because they like the story, not not because of the outcome of the story. So it doesn't matter where you are today. I mean, the good thing is you're about to 10x your business, so that's a good thing. But you don't have to have 10x your business before you told the story. All you really have to do is share that story. Because when we look at the father of Nemo going out there and chasing and going through that journey, we have moments within that journey that he goes through where we could relate to him. It's like, oh yeah, I can see what it's like to talk to my um, grandfather who had Alzheimer's and couldn't remember things I said and how like hurtful that was. I could feel the pain that he's going through from that. Oh, I, I know what it feels to go and hang out with cool turtles, but they're too cool for me. Like, you know, like these small little things, like they're not like super significant moments in the movie, but then those are the things that really tie in and allow people to relate to you. Yeah, no, that's that's powerful. Uh, if you're listening, take notes because that that was a great representation. Um, it, it's interesting too because in person, I've had tons of clients like, "Man, you're such a great storyteller, and you help us tell our stories, and it seems to come so naturally for you." But then when it, you know, was starting to come time for me to tell my own, there was of course some apprehension there that lines up exactly with some of the things you just said about, uh, am I good enough? Does anyone want to hear it? And finally, I just kind of broke and was like, "Okay, I don't care anymore. It's time to do it." <laughs> Yeah, and the reason why the story is so important to have on your page is, I mean, if you look at the people who have, like, um, half-assed bios um, and you look at those profiles, they're usually people who've been doing the same thing for 10, 15, 20 years. So they've been so focused on everything else that their bio kind of just got, got pushed back into the back burner for so long, right? So. Yeah. Um, uh, most people, when they start going out there and building their brands, they're trying to like duplicate these um, successful people's bios, and they're like, "Oh, look, there's um, X Y, there's Ramit Sethi. He's amazing. He's gonna teach me how to be rich. I want to teach people how to be rich too, or whatever. I'm gonna take, yeah. I'm gonna mock up his bio and make it similar to mine, and then like." 
when you go in and you take someone's process who's like 10 years into whatever they've been doing and you start on day one, you just haven't like put in, like no one knows who you are. You need people to figure out who you are first. They need to understand who you are. They need to be able to follow uh, and like your work. They need to be able to see your material before you can go out there and kind of like gain that kind of following. And a lot of people try to follow people who are so far ahead, but I mean, everyone kind of needs to start at day one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like like I said, getting feedback from clients over the years didn't push me any further down the road. It still was the day one <laughs> decision that started this process. So, absolutely. Yeah. And the good thing is now you kind of know what to um, include in your bio because it's not all about your achievements. It's not all about all the great things that you've had going on. It's about things that's going to make others relate to you. That could be anything from your favorite color, your favorite movie, your favorite uh, TV show, uh, how you were raised, what your family's like, where you're from. Like all these small little things that people think are irrelevant are what really connects people together. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one kind of homework assignment that you could really do, really go out there and hash out that bio. And, I mean, I'm pretty sure me and Brian would really want to see that bio after it's done so we could at least give you our feedback on it too. And, I mean, as a video person, I don't think it would do you justice just to have that written out. I think you need to make a video of that too, just because of the industry that you're in. Yeah, I like that thought. Um, I will accept that challenge. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be a little bit longer than most of your videos. You might have to cut it a few times and take a few breaks and go, okay, early life, and go off camera for a little bit, drink some water, and come back. But I mean, you have those video editing skills, and you're a master at doing that. So that should be pretty easy for you to put together. Not not short in time, but easy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it's actually something to think about because. That's a barrier I don't have, so I really could focus on, you know, what the story would be, and I don't have to worry about the development part because it's what I do anyway. So, um, man, you're you're dropping uh, gold nuggets on me today, so I'm <laughs> I'm excited. Cool. Now, uh, let's see. Let's go into that video process that you're doing right now. You're posting videos daily, and you got thirty thousand uh, views on your videos. Where have you been posting these videos? You know, um, in the spirit of the antipreneur <laughs> uh, moniker that I use from time to time, um, you know, a lot of the, uh, the gurus and the different people say, you know, you only want to put certain kind of contents on certain platforms. Um, a mix of being kind of against the status quo and also a mix of wanting to be able to test how these videos are doing. Um, I've been putting them on all the platforms. I've been doing it appropriately, uh, hashtagging on the, you know, platforms that allow it, doing vertical video on the platforms that are made for that. Um, I shoot my horizontal and vertical video at the exact same time, so it's easy to edit, and I just put the videos out separately. Uh, but I have been putting them out on uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Those are the ones where I'm fluent and I'm, I'm on them all the time and just seeing what the results are you know, from each platform. Eventually, I plan on narrowing it down, seeing what works best on which platforms and, and rolling them out appropriately. But for January and February, I figured I would just put them out to everyone and see what's going on and then adjust later. Cool. So you got Facebook, you got Twitter, you got LinkedIn, and you got Instagram. Um, as yeah. of right now, what do you think the mix is? Like what's getting the most views, what's getting the least, what's kind of in the middle? Um, just describe your uh, outcome so far from each platform. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll start with Twitter. And uh, if Ryan ends up hearing this, he's probably going to get a chuckle out of this. Uh, when I met him, I was in, I was on Twitter but not using it, and it's kind of his go-to platform, and he loves it. And we had that discussion up front of, like, I just don't get it, dude. I don't understand this platform. And just through some conversations where he was gracious enough to consult me, I started understanding uh, the operations and how people function on there and kind of what they're looking for. And, of course, to no surprise, uh, the most traction I've gotten so far is, is out of Twitter. <laughs> and oh. it, it, like I said, it, it doesn't surprise me because these are bite-sized morsels. Most of the videos are around the net. They're easy to share. And a lot of it's just practical, you know, business growth, 
information. So someone might watch it and be like, oh, my friend so-and-so would love this video and just tweet at them. And it's, you know, right there for them to click on. And yep, Ryan was right. <laughs> Twitter's a powerful place. <laughs> so Twitter is your most powerful network. What's your least powerful network? Um, I would say right now it's probably Instagram. Um, oh. I have a lot more followers for my business than my personal brand page. Notice my personal brand page is getting a lot more views than my business page. So that's mm-hmm. already confusing in and of itself. Uh, there's the vertical aspect to some of what Instagram is offering, which I think people are still adapting and kind of slowly, you know, moving towards. Um, and a lot of people love the visual on Instagram. They love that, you know, beautiful picture by a photographer they follow or some kind of jet setter they follow might have, you know, gorgeous photo of them kayaking. And I'm putting out, you know, videos and, um, you know, sometimes people just want to see a nice grid and a pretty picture and I'm actually putting content that you actually have to dive into a little bit. So those are my theories why that's been the least performing for me so far. Cool. And your videos are usually about one minute long, two minutes long or. Yep. Right around one minute. Um, I don't force myself to do it. If I got a thought that takes, you know, a minute and 50 to say, I don't, um, beat myself up too much about it, but I do try and stay around a minute because I know I can roll that on it. Instagram, you know, under that 60 second rule and still get it out there without chopping it into pieces. So they usually come in somewhere around a minute. Cool. Thank you for providing all of your video information. Uh, We're going to get into a commercial break and I'll provide my feedback on all of that after this commercial break. Uh, You can find uh, you can find Dan at officialdanbennett.com or online or on social media. Official Dan Bennett. You can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim. If you want to say happy birthday to Angie, go to the Caveman Syndrome and say happy birthday. She really appreciate it. And we'll be back after this commercial break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to The Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune in to Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast-track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, back with Dan Bennett, and we're wishing Angie a wonderful happy birthday. Yay! Happy birthday! Yeah, so uh, Dan just shared what's been going on with his videos, where he's been sharing them and everything, and what kind of content they have. If you haven't, if you're just tuning in, he's been sharing educational type videos where he's giving pointers and actionable advice on what people can do. And those are usually around a minute long. Uh, He's putting those videos onto Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. And so far, what he's been seeing as the top performing network is... uh, is uh, Twitter, and his second top performing network is LinkedIn, and his uh, 
Uh, not so well. Last platform is Instagram, but he's still getting more views on his personal Instagram profile than his business page, which um, has less followers. And I, he shared all this information with me, and I've been thinking it over. And, you know, one of the great things that you're doing is you're making video every day. That's something that's really going to go out there and connect with people. And one minute, if you look at the industry standards, they say the shorter your video is, the better it's going to, uh, the more it's going to get watched. But, I mean, if you think about that logically, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Like, it's a lot easier to consume 60 seconds of content than it is to consume 60 minutes of content, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, you know, a lot of the data is about uh, attention spans and stuff like that. But what I have found in my, my own dealings with my clients it's not just attention spans. It's if you tell a five-minute story on the couch to a friend, and then I challenge you to take that down to one minute, it's going to be a better story. You're going to have to hone it. You're going to have to get rid of some of the parts you don't need. You're going to have to be more concise with your storytelling. And I think that's a big part of it, too. Not just that it's less to consume, but generally it makes you have to get to the point quicker and tell a better story. If you could optimize yourself to tell a better story, that definitely is the case. However, not a lot of people are able to do that, too, because that takes a lot of renditions where it's like, how do I take this five-minute story and not take out the uh, meats and potatoes and the things, or not take out the sizzle and all that, you know? It's a little hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's but not then, easy. We work with a lot of ways. clients. Yeah. yeah and, it, it's, it's difficult. The, the good thing is you're able to get your message and you're communicating it very well. So that's a really good thing, especially if 30,000 people are watching it. That means that people are really paying attention to what you're doing. Uh, what I usually like to do when it comes to video is I think the first three to five seconds are the most essential uh, essential part of that video because what you're doing in those three to five seconds is you're grabbing their attention, making sure that they know that you have something important to say. Now, in the next 10 seconds, you have to come across as if you do know what you're talking about and you're not some, like, just sweat job who's making a video, right? So those yeah. 15 seconds at the very beginning is when you're grabbing their attention and they're making that decision of whether or not they want to stick around and see everything that's going on or if they're going to bail. So when yep. it comes to one minute, is one minute always the best uh, case situation on how much content you could produce? I mean, for me, I've always been a fan of the uh, blockbuster type content. What, do you uh, know what that kind of means? Uh, no, no, I don't actually. Okay, so if you look at the uh, movie industry, right? There's like millions of movies that are made, but there's only like 10 or 20 that hit the blockbuster list that sell like over $300 million or make bank in the uh, make bank, right? Right. And then what separates that movie from the other movie is uh, one animation, two uh, actors, three, blah, blah, blah. But the main thing is really the story and how compelling it is and how it touches you, right? Right, yep. And what the people who do that make this blockbuster-type content is they focus heavily on making the best movie possible. Right. Um, when, when you're in one minute, how much information can you really portray to make the best video possible? Um, I definitely kind of view it. It's funny you use the movie industry, um, which I'm actually a part of in a small way, um, as an example, because trailers are a lot of what drive interest in the, you know, the feature links product. And I kind of view a lot of my videos as a trailer. Um, if you want to dig more, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, like with the entrepreneur, I do the one, one and a half minute video. And if you want to more, listen to the podcast, cause we go in depth, I use them kind of as trailer. Um, mm -hmm. but there, you know, are times where I know the full story is longer. So I will create the content in its full length and then just use a one-minute video to say, hey, if you want to dive in deeper with me, I actually have longer content, and here's a link to it or whatever. Um, but it is tough to get the whole story across in one minute for sure. I definitely fail and go two or three minutes sometimes just because I feel like I have to. As long as you have the longer content in there, that's all that matters. If it's a click-through, that's fine, but there should always be a longer version, so it seems that you have that covered. Uh, 
But yeah, so it seems like you're doing the right thing, especially since you're posting on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Uh, one thing that I would really suggest you do is what we usually do for our syndication process for the volume phase is we take our uh, content and take it even a step further. Uh, we don't just go out there and create the videos. Um, when Ryan and I were creating videos regularly, which we're getting back to doing in March after this book's all finished, is we're going to be creating the video. Then after we create the video, we're going to go get it transcribed. And then after we get it transcribed, we're going to turn it into an article. Then we're going to use that article and we're going to not just post it on, we're going to post that onto like LinkedIn, Medium, Quora. And then we're going to take that video and also put it onto YouTube and have that YouTube uh, video embed into all three of those articles. So now instead of just creating one piece of content that you're putting onto four networks now, if you also put it onto YouTube, you have a fifth network for your video. If you put that article onto your blog, onto your website, if you put it onto your LinkedIn as an article, onto your Medium, onto your Quora, and other networks, you're taking that one one-minute video that you created and you're creating multiple outlets for that video. So it's not just living as one standalone video, it's turning into all these different pieces of content too. Yeah, that's an exciting thought for sure. And it also drives home the point that I'm learning quickly, even though I do video for a living, and I know from pre-production to post-production, all the moving parts, I still had to build a system for me to be able to actually create content every day and get it out. And I know that a system would need to be built and wink, wink, nod, nod, this is where I need help. <laughs> um, that other people can get involved in and get these things you know, done at the same time I am, like having something transcribed and things of that nature. So it's exciting for me to think about working with people like Influence Tree. Uh, to you know, come up with these strategies that I know can be implemented and I can really leverage other people helping me get the content out. Cool. Another thing that I'd highly recommend that you do as well is it sounds like a lot of the videos that you're creating right now are based off of education and practical tips that people could do today, right? Yeah, that's true. The other side of it is that you have a lot of personal stories. You could share your own stories, and they all don't need to be business-related, but you could just start sharing stories so people get to have small little glimpses into who you are so they get to know you as a person. Because when you're going out there and if you're creating 100% business-related content, is it really a personal brand? I see what you're saying, yeah. You know what's really interesting about you saying that? Um, again, I'm only, you know, three weeks into everyday uh, video. But on Thursday, which is Thursday's thought, it's always a selfie video. And I literally talk about whatever was on my mind when I woke up. And mm -hmm. two of the first uh, videos I put out were about how I got the name DNA Design Company and what my background was as an individual coming out of the engineering field into the creative field. And they both got really great traction. So I've already got proof even a short amount of time that what you're talking about is absolutely correct. And, and I definitely need to, uh, to invest more heavily in that. Yeah. Awesome. Another thing is when you mentioned your website, uh, you said there was going to be a way for people to text you and communicate with you immediately off your website too, right? Yeah, that's kind of um, the way I operate in real life anyway, even with uh, you know, corporate business clients. So I kind of mm -hmm. want to keep that communication open because uh, it's part of my narrative and my story. So, yeah. Cool. So the most optimal way, so right now what people are kind of doing is when they're seeing your video, they're going to your video, they're going to your profile, they're messaging you directly, and you're having a conversation. Uh, if you want to make that uh, transition a little bit more smoother so you could do less talking and more um, actual business stuff or uh, whatever you need to do and to strengthen that relationship. If they go from that video to the longer form of content, reading all of that stuff or watching that video when it exists, then going to your bio and learning more about you, then coming to you. When they come to you, they're a lot more likely to engage with you. They have a lot more trust built into you. And that's really the ultimate um, goal when you're going out there and you're building a personal brand is you're creating the path of least resistance where people are being able to fully grasp who you are and uh, make yeah. sure that you're using YouTube too so when you're creating those videos they're actually searchable and indexable because when you're just using social media you're pushing it out into the networks but you want people to be able to Google and find that content too. 
Oh, absolutely, yeah. And again, light bulbs are going off. That's why I love working with experts because there's a lot of stuff that, that that I might be close to, but you know, no one shined a light on it before, and I'm like, oh man, duh, of course, you know. And it, it's kind of what I'm relating to right now is in real life, I get referrals, I meet people, they see my process, they're excited by it, we work together, they're happy, but I've always needed like a digital form of that so people can get to know me before they actually meet me. And that's exactly what you're talking about is kind of digitizing my real life, which I've helped so many of my clients do, but I'm just now doing for myself. So it's (laughs) it's exciting to hear that I'm at least somewhat near being on track so far. Cool. So it sounds like everything is going in the right direction and you're going to even get better results as time goes by. If you were to rate this 1 to 10, like um, with the advice that I'm giving you, uh, how would you like rate it? Uh, I think I'd come in around a nine. Um, oh, cool. And what, what drives that for me, and I don't want to sound egotistical because I'm quite the opposite, is that I know a lot already about branding because I do it for my clients, and I'm still sitting here <laughs> learning so much in an hour um, that it's blowing my mind. So, yeah, yeah, definitely a solid nine. I mean, especially when you come from a similar or the same industry, I mean, it's so hard because you're so stuck in the weeds and you're like, okay, I know these are the things I need to do. These are the things I've been trained. These are the things I know from the back of my hand. It's like, oh, wait, wait, what's this other thing I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> and it's no like, way. oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's good to be, good to always get an outside perspective. I mean, I always have, I have a lot of marketing friends too, and then sometimes they'll say something, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, (laughs) that was new that was interesting oh another thing that uh, you could also do is you could take your video content and you could uh, use software uh, you could strip the video into audio so you could also extend onto your podcast content too oh yeah yeah another kind of duh type thing (laughs) yeah that's super cool Uh, it's, it's cool too because the last episode of the podcast that I recorded was the first time having a guest on and we talked about collaboration and how a lot of entrepreneurs are afraid of it, like someone's going to steal all their secrets or take their clients, but how powerful it can be when you collaborate with people, especially in your own industry. And I'm such an advocate for that, that, you know, I, I know what I'm and still I know that I don't know what I'm doing. So I have to have these sorts of conversations. And for me, they're exciting because I love learning new stuff I didn't know before. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed your time onto the show. Uh, we're about to close it out. Everyone, if you want to go find Dan Bennett, you can find him at official Dan Bennett anywhere, and you can always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim. And again, happy birthday. We're going to have lots of fun tonight. And everyone else, uh, we'll be seeing you next week for another personal brand console, and I hope you all have a great week. Thank you. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.